song with the drums. I met a guy in the summer and I left him in the spring. He argued with me about everything. He had an ego and a temper and a wandering eye. He said he's six foot two and I'm like, dude, nice job. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out of Office with Women in Business. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm here with two very special guests. If you want to introduce yourselves. Hi, my name is Rachel, and I'm the co-president of WIB this year. Hi, guys. My name is Caroline Tierney. I'm also the co-president of WIB this year. Very happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you guys. So today we're just going to do a little get to know you and help you guys learn a little bit more about our lovely co-presidents. So first I want to talk about why you decided to come to UMass, Eisenberg specifically, how you chose your major, all that good stuff. Oh, should I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Um, I feel like in high school, like senior year, I had no idea what I was doing and had no idea what I wanted to do. So honestly, I chose UMass because it's a big state school. I knew there would be a lot of opportunities and I could like move around with anything that I wanted to do. Um, Why business specifically? I guess I did DECA. In high school, which is... Oh my gosh, I did DECA too. I love DECA. DECA. I know, it's such an iconic thing, such a high school staple. Um, And I had so much fun doing DECA, and I realized business would be interesting. Um, I was originally, like, three different majors. I was hospitality, marketing, like, maybe even sport management at one point. But I think I chose, ended up choosing finance, which is what I study now, because I like how objective it is, if that makes sense. Like, with marketing, I feel like it can be really subjective, which is great because then you can be super creative and open-minded about things. But I like things when they have, like, one correct answer and there's, like, not a lot of room for error in a sense. So I really like finance for that reason. Um, I guess for me, I've had a bit of a different path. So in high school and, like, growing up, I actually always thought I was going to be a nurse, Um, Which is interesting because people that know me now are like, you would be a terrible nurse Um, because I hate people. I think you'd be a good nurse. No, I hate people. I hate customer (laughs) service. I hate like touching other, like, I don't know. Like, I I just wouldn't have been for me. But long story short, I went to tech school my freshman year of high school, did the nursing program, absolutely hated it switch back to public school I was like what am I gonna do kind of floated around for a couple of years I was like oh I have time and then junior year I took a class called college and career planning and I did a little like like just pokey around and I asked my friends I was like oh like what do you think I would be good at and they were like oh you know those corporate like Wendy Twitter accounts just like shit posts all the time they'd be like you'd be really good at that and so I did some digging and t- found out that it's marketing Yeah, so I did marketing, and then in terms of, like, just, like, where I wanted to go, I kind of always knew that I wanted to do Eisenberg. I live, like, 10 minutes from UMass Lowell, and, like, all my friends go there, Um, and I just, like, knew that it, like, wasn't for me. I, like, don't really, I don't know, I just, like, wasn't really feeling the vibe, so I kind of wanted a combination of, like, oh, like, a good business school plus, like, not that you must always bad. Like, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just like, oh, like, I was just kind of shopping around. And I was like, oh, I want somewhere that's, like, decent but also has the same state school tuition price but also, like, allows me to dorm because I did not want to stay at home. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't pick UMass Lowell. Um, and that's kind of how I found UMass. And I actually found UMass, like, and then I found Eisenberg. I feel like they kind of try to play it, like, the other way around. Like, oh, like, Eisenberg yeah. is so prestigious. But I actually found Eisenberg through UMass. So that's kind of my yeah. journey. Also, Eisenberg has been elevated so much in the recent years mm-hmm. that I think it's it's a great move. <laughs> I know. I feel like I feel lucky to be here. I'm like, if I had been applying, I feel like now 
I oh, definitely I would, yeah. would not have gotten in. Like, I wasn't an amazing student in high school. I was definitely, like, middle of the road, average. Just, I'm very grateful that they have all these amazing resources now, and mm-hmm. I got in when it was a little bit yeah. <laughs> probably easier. Yeah, same. Especially during COVID, too. Like, I feel like we were also that weird senior year, COVID year, where it was, like, from high school to college. Like, I feel like they were definitely like a lot more lenient because so many people weren't going to college right a lot of people took gap years so i feel like that definitely also like stuck to our advantage for sure um i also want to hear why you both decided to join women in business because obviously look at you now you've grown right flourished well, I joined Web literally, I think, the second week of my freshman year, which was fully remote. Um, so that fall semester, so it was 2020, I remember just, like, being at home and taking, like, four classes, whatever it was. And as a freshman, you just have so much time. Classes just are not hard. And I was like, I am so bored. I need something more. There's so many opportunities at UMass. Like, I got to explore this. So I found Women in Business, um, I think, on Campus Pulse. Or I just, like, started, like, searching business clubs in Eisenberg. Found Women in Business. I was like, oh, this sounds fun. Went to my first meeting, which was remote. But it was so much fun and so electric. Like, the energy was good. People were participating, even though it was over Zoom. And it was, like, the second or third meeting of their semester. And I was just so impressed. Um, And then I heard about the marketing committee, which I joined and wrote blogs for. Um, And just the more that I became involved, the more I really enjoyed it and the more I liked the community. And now it's, like, my main thing at UMass. And I am just so happy to be co-president because I feel like... Um, it just did so much for me as an individual that I'm just like so happy to kind of give back and per- create that environment and community for our members now. Yeah, it's like a full circle moment. Yeah, now you're like the one making it an amazing experience for everyone else. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, definitely similar for me. Obviously, we are fully remote. And I had actually heard about WIB through the Eisenberg Fellows Wrap, which I was a member of. Um, through our advisor, Melvin Rodriguez. He had kind of plugged a few different clubs, and I thought that it sounded interesting. So it was actually funny. I was cleaning out my closet, like, not too long ago, and I found my old planner from freshman year. And on the first meeting date, I had, like, circled, like, 7 to 8, and I put, like, WIB with, like, a heart on it, which I thought was so precious and, like, so so freshman. Um, And, yeah, just like Caroline said, from the moment I got there, I just, like, was absolutely obsessed. I remember, like, me and my mom would watch, like, The Bachelor at 8 on Mondays, and I'd always be late coming down because I'd be like, Mom, I have WIB until 7. Sometimes it runs a little over. Like, I'll be done when I'm done. Yeah. And, like, I went to every meeting, also went to Marcom, also did Dance Marathon, which was remote, which was fun. Um, Yeah, just, like, was involved wherever I could be because I couldn't really do anything else, so... It was good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. See, me personally, I joined my sophomore year, and honestly, I regret it. Like, I do wish I got involved freshman year, but I felt so disconnected from campus and from UMass culture, and I was kind of just doing my own thing, like hanging out with my hometown friends, Mm -hmm. (laughs) hanging out with my family, and I just... I didn't have any interest in sitting in on another Zoom call, but I think it would have been worthwhile if I had given it a go. So I think it's awesome that you guys, like put yourself out there, explored like completely new territory with that. Yeah, that's like my biggest piece of advice too, especially at UMass. I think at big state school, it is what you make of it. Right. And so uh, it's opportunities in clubs like this that you really have to pursue yourself. Even if it's a small interest, it is so worth your while. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point. Just in meeting people and feeling that personal connection to the school that goes beyond your classes is so important. 
So I want to hear, like, what are some life lessons that you guys have learned from being a part of Women in Business? I would say the biggest life lesson I've learned is that anything is what you make of it. Um, like my freshman, so freshman year I was general body, obviously. Sophomore year I was historian, which like all like you take pictures and kind of just like document things. But I really wanted to go above and beyond, and so I had asked like, how else? Like, what else can I do? So I'd like taken over the LinkedIn, like signed up for like every single like eboard sign up that we could have done. Like I really just like pushed myself to like get myself out there, and I like really made the position so much more than it was. Um, and then junior year, I was originally comm director, and then I ended up being VP. And then junior year, um, kind of like the same thing, like I was comm director, became VP, um, and I think kind of just like the same thing, like I stuck to my responsibilities, but I also like kind of wanted to get creative with it and kind of like traditional to my marketing roots, like I always have to make something my own, and I feel like I really kind of tried my best to sort of branch out and really get creative with my positions. Um, and then now that I'm co-president, I feel really grateful that I was able to do that because you can really see that there's so much more out there than like what's listed on a job description. Like you can really do whatever you want with the role as long as right. you're getting what you need to get done, done. Yeah, and I kind of learned that same lesson. Mm -hmm. Like similarly, I was the DEI and campus outreach director mm -hmm. last year and that role did not have very like clear cut guidelines for what was required of it. So I kind of just, like you said, made it my own mm -hmm. and tried to get involved with other eboard opportunities and um, just tried to like personalize it in a way and, you know, take it the way that I believed it should, the, in the direction that I believed it should go. And it ended up working out and I felt so connected to Web, and I felt like even though I was given this role that was kind of vague and I wasn't sure how involved I'd be able to get, I got very involved and I was really able to like thrive within that role. So, and that goes for any opportunity, like if you have you know, a job on campus or an internship, you can always, there's always a way to get more involved if you don't feel like you're getting enough out of it. There's always a way to push yourself. And sometimes it requires, you know, reaching out to different people within the company or the organization, but it's definitely worth your while to just make the most of that experience and get whatever it is that you're looking to get out of it, get that out of the experience. Yeah. That's a great point. <clears throat> I think with any role that's kind of ambiguous like that, where you don't have clear-cut guidelines, you can just do the bare minimum, but you're not going to get the most out of it. And, and it's tempting, too. Yeah. Like I definitely get, get lazy. Mm -hmm. This semester, I've had terrible senioritis. Oh, it's so. terrible. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> but, you know, it's worth it. It ends up, you get a lot more out of it, and it's rewarding to actually take a role and, like, do something cool with it. Yeah. So. I also would say, in my experience, I have learned the true power of collaboration and working towards a greater goal. I think WIB is very goal-oriented, at least from the executive board pers perspective, and general body members probably don't understand how much goes on behind the scenes and why we have such a large e-board is because we do so much and we do need multiple people like working on certain things and so we all have similar goals and we establish goals together and I've realized how much collaboration and like talking through things is so valuable and listening to others opinions and like understanding each other and just asking questions all of that just that encompasses collaboration in my opinion has been so valuable to learn and experience firsthand yeah that's awesome something that I did last year through my role as outreach director was I had a meeting and I talked a little bit about 
overcoming failure and sort of developing confidence in college and in the workplace. And I got a little vulnerable and I talked about my failures because I think it's something that people don't talk about too often. And if you're comfortable, and we don't have to even hit on this question, but I'd like to hear if there's some kind of failure that sticks out to you throughout your college experience and how you sort of tackled that and overcame it. I can hit on this one. Um, For every job that someone gets, there's a hundred rejection emails behind it. That's something I so stand by. My sophomore year, I was fighting tooth and nail for an internship. I wanted one so bad, I would have died. Like, I literally would have died for it. I wanted one so bad. Um, And I just kept applying, applying, applying. I kept getting ghosted. I was, like, doing all the things that they teach you in School Management 200. I'm sending LinkedIn's. I'm sending emails to people that I literally just don't know. Like, I'm finding their email on these random websites and emailing them. Like, being so crazy. And still just, like, getting ghosted, you know, getting rejections. Like, and I was like, I don't understand what more I could be possibly doing to make my resume any stronger. Like, this is the best I can do. And... Yeah, I yeah, I've just faced like a lot of rejection in terms of like job stuff. And what I will say is like the right opportunity always comes at the right time. I like vividly remember I literally applied to I'm not even exaggerating over 100 jobs at the end of March. I had three left and one of them was NBC. And I was like, I went through the interview process. I was like, no way I'm going to get it. Like, blah, blah, blah. I literally ended up meeting with the team, which, like, I didn't even, like, get the opportunity to do for any of my other jobs. And then I ended up getting the call that I got it. And I literally, like, it just made everything worth it. So I guess don't give up because if you, like, for, like I said, like, for every hundred rejection emails, like, you will end up getting the yes. And the yes that you're waiting for, you're waiting for for a reason. Right. And it's so real. Like, there really is so much that goes into it and you can do all the right things and still get rejection after rejection um a lot of it is just luck and then a lot of it is being you know there at the right time like right person right time type of thing um but you just gotta hold out and hold out hope that something's gonna gonna work out for you and i feel like networking as well is a really great way to get a little bit ahead in that way but you know, if you're not able to get an internship after your sophomore year, you are joined by like thousands of others. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no no shame in that whatsoever. And what I always tell, because I'm a TA for transitions, I always tell my students like any experience that you take where you're meeting new people and you're putting yourself out there, even if you're just working at a new restaurant for the summer and waiting tables, you're meeting people, you're networking, you're expanding your personal network and professional network so that's valid experience and you are growing from that you're also working on your soft skills which are super super important so don't undervalue any experience that you take on because it is valid and it is like real work and you are growing from it yeah do you mind if I add something before we toss to Caroline just to kind of piggyback off of that too any skills that you could get from an internship you also could get from like a summer job at a like kind of like you said like I feel like now that I'm here, now that I'm a senior, I realize how little, like, the quote-unquote, like, internship experience, like, really matters. Um, I feel like, like, that's the thing. I've worked at a grocery store. I've worked at a bank. And, like, all those same skills that I list for my internship, I can list for those jobs. Um, And through my clubs especially, too. I feel like WIB gave me a lot of strong points for my resume that I, like, that helped me in a lot of ways, but also that, like... I feel like at the end of the day, and that's the thing too, you also have so much time. Like you have 
four years here. You don't need to, like, hit the ground running and immediately get an internship and immediately get a full-time Like, just breathe. Like, it's, like, yeah. that's, like, advice that I wish I could have told my younger self is, like, just, like, relax. Yeah. So, like, I guess, yeah, I guess that also kind of, like, is an addition to my advice. Yeah. I would definitely emphasize the importance of soft skills. I feel like I, studying finance, there's been a lot of people that I met who are super intelligent and quite literally the smartest people that I've ever met in my entire life, but for lack of a better word, are bots because they <laughs> they lack, whether it's the social um, skills or just like more soft skills or they're not super collaborative, like those skills that you learn in your minimum wage jobs from high school and as a freshman, sophomore, junior, even senior, never discount those and the right employer will also never discount those so if you're looking for an internship and you don't have a traditional internship that's okay because the right person the right kind of people that you will want to work for will value a minimum wage job just as much as they will value an internship and I really do believe that um but anyways I'll I'll talk about a failure and this is a funny story that Rachel and I were trauma bonded over I don't know if you know what I'm gonna say right now I really don't (laughs) But um, it's a very silly story, but I'm going to share it because it's, it's just, like, funny. Um, our sophomore year, we took Finance 301 together. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do remember this. Yes. We took Finance 301 together. And sophomore year was when I declared finance. Like, I was like, I'm going to be a finance major. And it was our second semester of sophomore year. We're taking Finance 301 together, and we had our first quiz. And she was like, well, but no, she was like, she was like, you like, can you help? I was like, yeah, of course, I got this. Like, don't sweat a thing. And so we're taking well, helping it to, me study. Yeah, we're right. I'm helping. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm t- I'm helping you study. Yeah. And I must have been overly confident because my calculator <laughs> was not on the right setting, and so every answer that it was outputting was simply wrong. Um, like, like in a, it, it, I don't know if it was like radians or something, but it was like not right. And we got a 20 on the quiz. We got a 20%. <laughs> and imagine I had just declared finance as my major. This is the first finance quiz I've ever taken and I get a 20%. I feel like that's so real. The calculator problems yeah. with finance. I, that's honestly what made me hate finance. Yeah. No, I was like, oh no. I was like, I am stupid. I'm not destined to be finance. Like, there's no way I'm going to be successful. Like, if you can't do the easiest quiz in finance year one and you're getting a 20, like, like you're terrible. Like, that's, that's literally what I was thinking of myself. Like, I was like, come on. And we came back better than ever. We came back stronger. We did well in the class. But it just is like, I think to all of your points, like, you just can't give up. And if you want something and if you're into something and you're interested in it, keep pursuing it and everything worked out because I love finance now and I have a job after graduation that I'm very passionate and excited about in finance so it it's it was just it was a bump in the road but Mm -hmm. um yeah it was quite silly no and this is why I love Caroline so dearly and I feel like we work so well together is like she I remember she was so stressed about this grade and meanwhile me I'm not a math person like I'm terrible at math like literally like flunked calculus in high school like I'm just (laughs) awful and so I'm like oh la 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 like it's okay like we'll get her next time Caroline and Caroline's just absolutely having like a quarter life crisis over here and I'm like dude like it's gonna be fine like he he." and like but we survived it's fine it's I don't know if you remember but we were in a breakout room doing that Mm -hmm. and I like literally was like are you kidding me like I almost took that chair and like threw it out the window I was so mad yeah but like everything works out everything's fine yeah. <laughs> I know it's so easy to take one moment and make something enormous out of it and be like this one quiz yeah 
is telling me that I have no future in finance. But when you take a step back and you look at the bigger picture, you realize how silly that is. But it's so easy in the moment when you're feeling that like gut wrenching feeling to really feel like your world is crumbling. And, you know, I just encourage anyone to just take a step back, look at the big picture, decide, okay, two years from now, is that really going to matter? And it's most likely not. Right, right. So. You know, it's going to be okay. Um, But failure is a part of life. And I feel like a lot of times, especially when you're getting advice from upperclassmen or um, alumni or whomever else, uh, it's easy. I feel like they tend to talk about their successes because they're trying to inspire you and tell you this is what I've done and these are the jobs that I've had and this is what I've learned. And that's amazing to hear, but sometimes it can give or at least for me, it gives me a little sense of imposter syndrome where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing any of these things. I'm doing nothing right. And I, I feel like everything keeps going wrong for me. And you're not alone in that. It's just, that's life and it happens. And you get rejected from internships that you really want, but mm-hmm. you get 20s on quizzes, but you yeah. prevail, you know? It it yeah. all works out in the end. So yeah. um, I want to transition this conversation a little bit. I'm not sure how to segue, so we're just going to switch gears. But yeah. <laughs> um, Caroline, I know you spent pretty much the entire year, right, abroad yes. last year. And I would honestly really love to hear about some of your highlights from the past year or so. Okay, I'll get into it. From both of you. But yeah. I feel like we should start with Caroline because you had a very interesting okay. experience. Okay, Um. sure. So... I guess it honestly all stemmed from actually what I mentioned earlier in our in the beginning of our conversation about not knowing what I wanted to do after high school. Um, I had traveled a little bit abroad on this like service trip in high school, and that really inspired me to just travel. And so I had applied to colleges my senior year, but was like, it would be really cool to travel. And I was fully planning on taking a gap year before COVID even was a thing, actually. And then COVID happened and traveling the world simply was not going to happen. So my parents were like, you can take the gap year, chill and work in Westford, Massachusetts, or you can get started on your degree. And I was like, well, I'll get started on my degree. Like, I'm looking for something new. So that's what I did. And then I went through my freshman and sophomore year, loaded up on credits, not particularly intentionally, but that's just how it happened. And then I realized um, at the end of my sophomore year that I was a full semester ahead on credits. So I had a brother that was graduating early and my sister ended up graduating early. And I think I saw that I didn't want to do that from their experiences. And so I was toying around with maybe taking a semester off in the middle of my college career and doing something. And so the fall semester of my junior year, I actually withdrew from UMass and went to Hawaii for a few months, which was really fun. That's I went insane. It was so, so much fun. And I it honestly was like the best like few months of my life, if I'm being honest. Um, and I found an opportunity out there to work on a tropical fruit farm. And I learned this. I lived with this family who is incredible. Um, I still talk to them. And they taught me how to surf. Um, we surfed like every, almost every day, which was so fun. We hiked all the time. Um, They had chickens, a dog, goats, and it was just, like, really cool to almost, like, connect with the earth, which sounds really silly, but just to, like, not worry about anything other than... And how did you... Sorry to cut you off, but how did you find this family? Like, what kind of... How did you go about doing that? Yeah, so this is interesting. I... 
I don't know who told me about this, but I had found this website called WorkAway, which is this concept where hosts will post um, where they live, what their expectation is, but it's basically a work exchange. So you work for them, whatever they're asking in this location, and then depending on what they, how they want to accommodate you, they'll provide housing, food, whatever. And so I just found a really, really nice family in Hawaii. They set me up. I they kind of had like the studio apartment on their property that I lived in um, and it was like a work exchange so I worked for them and they gave me um, housing and food and experiences in exchange for that and it was truly incredible so um, that was my fall but yeah it was like so much fun <laughs> yeah oh, that sounds so good yeah um, literally the dream it was the dream it is the dream and then you went to Florence yes and then I, I came back I reapplied to UMass which was very easy it was just a click of a button if I'm being honest um, and then decided I wanted to study abroad so I studied abroad in Florence my uh, second semester of junior year which you know I feel like so many people study abroad and say highly recommend but I am one of those as well highly highly recommend it's so much fun and you really become comfortable with yourself and being independent. I had gone over to Florence knowing that there would be a lot of UMass kids, but definitely wanted to branch out. Um, you know, I wasn't traveling across the world to be with a bunch of UMass kids when I could do that in Amherst, Massachusetts. So I had made so many friends abroad from a bunch of different universities in the U.S. and also um, had met some locals, which is fun. But yeah, I don't know. I Florence was incredible. Um, highly recommend traveling before you have to work like it's if you can make it happen it's it's a very valuable experience that's a really great advice yeah. and Rachel I feel like you had an amazing year as well oh god <laughs> um yeah <clears throat> sorry let me just clear my throat a little bit um yeah I definitely had probably a complete 180 experience from Caroline um this past year I was just hitting that grind you know I was you know doing classes I was an RA which is definitely a learning experience and a bonding experience mm -hmm. you know Caroline's on the beaches of Hawaii I'm in the <laughs> communal showers at McKinney in Southwest um so a little bit of a different energy but you know we both got here all the same right um I was doing my internship like I just had like a really busy year I feel like um just kind of like trying to find like what I like to do. I started the film certificate at UMass because I kind of was in a similar boat as Caroline where I kind of loaded up on credits unintentionally. And then I was like, oh, I could graduate early or I could, you know, just like enjoy my time here and like take some classes that really interest me instead of just doing like the straight Eisenberg like curriculum. Okay. So I'm in some comm classes, I'm in some film classes, which I really, really love and enjoy. And I feel like they really apply to like what I'm doing my internship and where I want to go. I feel like I just kind of learned a lot. Like I worked really hard, but I feel like I learned a lot about where I want to go. Like I obviously knew from the jump that I wanted to do marketing, but I feel like now I'm kind of honed into like my specific interests. And I feel like especially through like my internship and stuff, I was really able to learn so much. Um, and just really get a good footing on like where I want to go after graduation, which I feel like it's nice to kind of have that direction because I feel like when you don't have that direction, it's hard to kind of like, not that it's hard to find the motivation, but sometimes it's hard to like conceptualize what you're working toward. And I feel right. like that's kind of hard like, to make sense of everything. And yeah, exactly. Motivation. So I feel like I worked really hard last year, but I feel like at the end of the day, I'm like glad that I like 
was able to like kind of bunker down and like focus because for me that's what I needed like I needed that direction I needed that like straight path um and now as I enter my senior year like I don't feel as much of a need to kind of scramble like obviously I'm busy and I'm you know doing what I need to do but I'm also like taking a lot more of my classes that I'm interested in versus classes I need to take and I'm like really trying to enjoy my time on campus now that I'm 21 I can go out on the weekends and things like that so I think definitely an opposite approach but I feel like at the end of the day I'm I'm happy to be where I am today I think it was worth it and both sides of the spectrum are completely valid because sometimes you really do you need to figure out like that's why you come to college is to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life and when you're a freshman and sophomore you can kind of put it off a little bit and just focus on your classes focus on meeting people but definitely those last two years that's when you really want to bunker down and figure out where you're going with this what you're doing post-grad so um, that's awesome that you were able to figure everything out and sort of establish your route and yeah it's very important. Yeah. Um, um, oh, sorry. Do you mind if I add one thing? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, too, it's it's just so funny with me and Caroline because I feel like we are so different in so many ways, but yet at the same time, I feel like we're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what I love about us so much is that I feel like, like, that's the thing. Like, if I went abroad, like, I wouldn't have done anything. But, like, Caroline just is that type of person where, like, she can go abroad and have so much fun while also, like, doing her classes and stuff. Like, I feel like me, like, if I'm going to focus on something, I need to be completely honed in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like, too, like, through our different experiences, like, even though we were apart, I feel like I was able to learn so much about the way that she works. And she was able to learn so much about the way that I work. And now I feel like that we're working together. I feel like our two collective experiences and the way that we talk about them allows us to work together so nicely yeah which I feel like is really really nice so even though we had two very different junior years and we miss each other dearly I feel like in the end I feel like it's allowed us to become like a lot closer now that we're together so I feel like it's good yeah I also will say I think in my experience I definitely learned how to find your passions and make yourself really happy while doing what you need to do if that makes sense in college unfortunately there is a lot of checking the boxes in terms of classes and doing this and that um but I think I was able to do that while also making my own path and I feel very grateful and blessed for that but I would encourage everyone to do the same like and I think that also just comes from saying yes to things and putting yourself out there it's so scary. I look back at myself, who I was as a freshman, and my personality, and, like, I was so timid and, me like, just not confident in all these things, but now as a senior, I've had these experiences. I feel like I've just kind of done my own thing, and it has paid off so much because I feel like I'm a much different and better person for that reason. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. It's funny. You guys do have... A lot in common and that you're both a very adventurous spirit and you know open to new experiences for you it was traveling the world and for Rachel it was just taking on a lot of different jobs and opportunities and opening yourself up to different experiences and getting more involved in what you were doing but each are so valid and together you kind of make a dream team as co-presidents so I think that's really really neat Um, I'm curious what your dream job is oh geez okay so so right now my internship is with Peacock. I kind of essentially do like corporate sponsorships. So like just working with like, you know, everyone between legal and marketing to kind of like put together these packages to sell to clients. And then we kind of like put their content, curate it, put it on the platform. And it looks really good. Um, I think 
through that experience, it's been really nice because I've been able to meet so many different people within, like, like so I love film and entertainment, right? That's what I want to do. I want to do film and entertainment marketing. But I feel like through my internship specifically, I've been able to meet so many people through so many different teams. And so it's really nice because I've been able to see, like, how different teams work, what they like, what they don't like, and what I would, like, how I see myself in their role, kind of, which I feel like is, like, so self-centered to say. But I'm like, oh, I would really like working on that. Like, that's kind of, like, more what well, I mean. That's like part of doing an internship is mm-hmm. seeing what other people do, are doing and deciding is that something that I want to, you know, aspire towards. Yeah. And so I really do like like the corporate side of film and entertainment and I definitely love the streaming industry specifically. I feel like everything is so new and especially with Peacock, it's like a relatively new company, so I feel like even though it's part of this huge like corporate structure and it's like scary, I feel like it is its own like little like f- like subsection, its own little family, which I really really love. And even just within my 2 years of working there, like I've gotten to meet so many people that I work with on a day-to-day basis and they know me and it's just been really fun, especially being remote too. I feel like it's really hard to feel that connection, but I feel like I definitely feel that like I just I could talk about them for hours and how much I love them I think eventually I do when I graduate hopefully I want to get you know either full-time offer or like stay within streaming in general I feel like it's just like such a cool industry I think eventually like long term I would kind of want to tap more into like the creative side so like maybe just like picking up a side job or just like getting to see like the ins and outs of like film entertainment I really love music like maybe tapping into the music industry like I just love all that creative stuff and I know that I love marketing so I know that's the direction I want to go in but again like things change so quickly especially with like how things are going with the writer strike and you know everything so tomorrow's not promised but I know that's like the direction I want to go in um and I really really love what I do so it's feel very blessed and very grateful and Caroline? Oh, gosh. Um, this actually might be surprising, but my freshman year, my dream wa- job was to be a package designer for Trader Joe's. Yes. Because I just love all of their packaging. It's so cute. Um, and then I realized I'm, like, not... Well, I didn't realize this, but I was like, hey, you're just not the most creatively artistic person at all. So perhaps don't do that. Um, but I found my niche in finance. Um, this summer, I had a really good internship where I was placed on a team actually mostly by chance that I ended up really really liking and really really liking what I did um I was my role was a very specific job but again I was lucky in the sense that I really really enjoyed it and so I did to your point do a lot of networking and talk to people outside of that area to see what else would be out there but I've realized what I did this summer was what I wanted to do which is private wealth management and investments so that is Advise, financial advisory services for high net worth people, so people who are making millions of dollars. It's really interesting and fun stuff because these people have more money and more liquidity, so you can be more creative in their investments, which as someone who's in finance, you find that very interesting because um, people like myself, I cannot invest in the same things that they can because there's different requirements. So to be able to advise on those investments is so fascinating because I'm like connected to it but not doing it myself. Um, yeah, you get to like make the decisions, but it's not yes, your money. So. Right. Yeah, no, I love it. It's great. So um, I really enjoyed that. I really like research as well. Um, one of my favorite parts of this summer was doing some research on our clients' holdings um, and kind of just in the alternative investment space as a whole. I won't get into it. I don't want to bore anyone, but um, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I find really interesting at this time. I don't know 
what that's going to look like in 10 years or five years, honestly. But I think that's the path that I want to go down is private wealth management. Um, yeah, that's what I find really interesting. Yeah. And I think it's funny that you say you're not creative, but in a way that is like a different form of creativity, like deciding which investments to pursue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe it's not like outright artistic Trader Joe's label creativity, but it's creativity nonetheless. Yeah, I feel like it's a good perspective. Creativity in the sense of like thinking outside the box. Mm. I appreciate that. So no, it it totally is. Yeah. And honestly, that just came to me just now. I've always thought of finance as so black and white, mm. but you definitely can, you know, work in a little bit of yeah. out-of-the-box thinking, yeah. which is really awesome. So definitely. to wrap up, I think that we should just decide on some advice maybe that you would give your freshman yourself if you could go back and just give yourself a little pep talk. Hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like... I feel like with me, my college journey obviously was untraditional. We were totally remote freshman year. And I feel like just like from the moment I started college, like I just wanted to hit the ground running. Like I was so desperate to get on campus, so desperate to meet people. Sophomore year, as soon as I got here, I was desperate to get involved in anything I could. I wanted an internship. I wanted to I wanted to get A's in all my classes and I wanted to do blah, 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 blah. And I feel like now looking back, there are definitely I I've had a lot of fun through that and I learned so much and at the end of the day I wouldn't change anything necessarily but at the same time I wish that I had just given myself the peace of mind that everything will work out and that like one failed quiz or one you know like whatever like one job that I didn't get isn't the end of the world I mean geez like I applied to so many jobs but I couldn't even tell you five off the top of my head that I even like remember as like companies or like specific roles that I like oh I really wish I got that I feel like just looking back just like telling myself to trust the process I feel like is like the most important advice that I would give it would have saved me Mm-hmm. a lot of sleep, a lot of stress. I feel like I would have just been able to like relax and maybe enjoy not enjoy my college experience more, but enjoy just like spending time doing what I want to do versus what I thought I needed to do. I guess is what I'll say. But at the end of the day, no regrets. Yeah. Um to build off of that in a sense, I think in college there's definitely a lot of high highs and there can be some low lows. And I'm working on this myself to this day, but enjoying the process no matter how high it is or how low it is, I think is really key because you will learn different but also equally valuable lessons in both of those scenarios. So when you're in the lows, like, and you're just, perhaps you're extremely stressed, you're, you know, full-time search or internship search, like, it is so stressful and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, but trying to be conscious and figuring out okay well what am I learning throughout this process and like is I think is very valuable um I also would say you meet so many people in college that you're going to meet people that you like and people that you don't like at all and that's okay that's also part of it but just being aware of that as well and learning just like sharpening your personal skills in a sense I don't know what I'm saying but developing those soft skills yeah and you're right and kind of figuring out who you want to like devote en- time and energy yeah. towards because some people it's just not worth your energy. Right, right. That's exactly what I was trying to and say. And it's not always something to do with the person particularly. What I've learned is you can't, you're not going to like everyone you meet and, you know, you don't even have to make an excuse like, oh, this person's a bad person. It's just mm-hmm. this isn't someone who I can connect with and this yeah. isn't someone who shares, you know, my same values. And, you know, it's okay to just be like, I want to take a step back and maybe not 
pursue this friendship or yeah. relationship and yeah. that's something that you learn in college as well so it's yeah. good advice and also just learning how to work with the, those people that you may not like because exactly right in, in the workforce wherever you are you're gonna you may have to work with people that people that you don't enjoy and learning how to take the personal side of it out of it is very important to not take things personally yourself but also just be like hey this person has been through different experiences and has different perspectives on things and that's fine they're they're also valid just like mine are um but learning how to work with people no matter kind of their style it's hard and i feel like no one masters it but it's something to be aware of and kind of college is the right time to start learning that yeah absolutely and what you said about just the lows and the highs Mm -hmm. is so real um What I like to say is there's growth and success, but there's also growth and failure. So both of those are equally valid and um, you're gonna experience both of those throughout college. And it's something that can be uncomfortable, but it's important to see what's coming out of it Mm -hmm. and appreciate that. So this is awesome advice. Thank you guys for coming on and chatting with me for a little bit. I think this will be really awesome for our listeners to get a little sense of who their co-presidents are on a more personal level. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. All right. I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.